You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. You don't know about the, the other side of the pyramid? The fifth side? It's called the floor, you dumbass. <laughs> I just want to make sure he realizes there is a fifth side of the pyramid. And I believe none of them, which makes me an expert. Twabby, goddamn. Pull yourself a dip, folks. Welcome to Triple Cripple Conspiracy Cult. Hell yeah, son. Pull us in that Copenhagen good top. Come on down. Have a drink. We were just talking about the Star Wars not long ago. Y'all hear that episode sooner or later. Maybe later. (laughs) Probably sooner. Probably sooner. Well, I don't know, man. Your your job is to fucking put them out. Nah, guys, we're back with the Cryptid Conspiracy Cult. That's right, we've been on a long hiatus over there. We're still working on history we forgot, the couch potatoes, those fucking guys with this fucking guy, and, <laughs> and a whole bunch of other stuff working coming at you coming soon. But no, we're back with a new episode, and we're going to cover somebody. Uh, we're going back to Cold Angle again. Yep, because we just wrapped up a previous episode talking about one crazy church cult dude the eyes on that motherfucker the eyes of marshall applewhite man i i was honest- i'm gonna stare through your body stare through your skeleton stare through your soul i was honestly <laughs> torn when making the artwork for that if using like one of those batshit crazy like mid-90s computer graphic images oh. or those crazy eyes you got to put the you have to put the uh, description in the description you got to put a link to the website the, the heaven's gate website oh god yes check this shit out <laughs> 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 it's just like geo cities at its best yeah it's fucking fucking part their little knockoff green bay packers logo yeah fucking hilarious but no check that episode out guys when it comes out um uh, and check out all the shows on the something good network we got we got we got all kinds of stuff we've got merch now that's right yeah we've got merch we got t-shirts i got hoodies i bought a hoodie mm-hmm. it turned out quality pretty good Bye. it's warm pretty good for that little chinese kid making them in the factory oh man teaching them so mexico that's right <laughs> <laughs> but no guys we got stickers pins we got all kinds of stuff coming for you that's right but check let us know in the discord if uh, there's certain items you might want maybe we'll we'll put that on the merch store too mm-hmm. we'll get around to it eventually and each show has their own exclusive item for that's sale right. that's right uh, because history for god has a nice little red notebook to mm-hmm. write down all the history you may forget in it yeah. and the cryptic conspiracy cult has a puzzle oh yeah put the pieces together and that's find the solution brother that. find the truth and i tell you if the puzzle's a big enough hit We'll make new puzzles Ooh. because right now it's just the graphic. It's just the artwork, just the cryptic conspiracy cult. Yeah. However, I may or may not have already been talking to one David Hammer and have kind of pitched an idea of a collage type photo of a bunch of nefarious characters, whether they be creatures or cult leaders and X, Y, Z. You know, maybe kind of like black light poster style. Oh, shit. I think that might uh, look pretty cool as a, a, a puzzle as well. Yeah, let that 13-year-old out, man. Let That's us right. Let that black light poster, brother. Well, well I, I was thinking, at least in the style of that, like the black background with like the neon colored yeah. creatures type deal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. plus, uh, we have people reaching out to us that want to be on the show. So 
get in the Discord. Let me know. Send Alex an email. Uh, emails in the description, as That's always. Right. Uh, reach out to us. Tell us something you want us to talk about. If you want to talk about it, tell me a story. I love hearing a story here and there. Absolutely. It keeps and, me from reading books. <laughs> uh, we're more than happy to have you swing on in the Something Good Studios. Um, mm-hmm. But if you are we're away... We're this close to doing it in a garage. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, if you are way outside of our you know networking area, we figure out a Zoom call, Espe- yeah. especially with our first guest. And I really t- want to get I, him I got to say, you know, Zoom, if that's not your term, Teams is getting better by the day. We But talking about making stickers, there's a fucking sticker. I'll teams you. Just <laughs> <laughs> the guy in a Skype polo. Just let me teams you real quick. <laughs> but uh, no, guys, we got a brand new one with you. We're going to be talking a little bit about L. Ron Hubbard and uh, the Church of Scientology. Ooh, hot diggity dog. Uh, it is a good thing that uh, we work under some sort of anonymity under this show because, um, yeah, these people are a little litigious and yeah, uh, they, creepy. Uh, well, here's the thing about the Church of Scientology I always find fascinating. It is the newest one. You know what I'm saying? Like, at one point, it was super big. And when I start talking about, like, cults or just religion in general because this is what it is is the church of scientology under the government purview is a church but all intents and purposes it's a psychological uh uh method of dealing with your issues so that's what it really is uh it's a replacement for psychology uh the way they the way they deem themselves scientology well that's what that's why they have that name scientology because it sounds reasonable if i had a cult it'd be called the reasonableists so like this well i can't go against the reasonableists <laughs> they're reasonable they're very reasonable that's why i burnt my house down <laughs> it seemed reasonable at the time but it, it's the it's the nomenclature they, they they create their own language uh there's a lot of um anagrams that they use like SBTs or suppressive people you know they have the perfect way of how to build a cult they 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 have the 21st century guide to doing it uh, and it's all because of a man named Elron Hubbard the man the myth the legend Elron Hubbard there's a couple things about Elron Hubbard he's the most published author of all time um, because he wrote so many books and he just kept having them published and published. Uh, his sci-fi writing is okay. Uh, I grew up reading some of his sci-fi books, uh, along with like Isaac Asimov, Robert Heinlein, all those guys. Because uh, I grew up as a Heinlein fan. You know, he wrote Starship Troopers, Stranger in a Strange Land, and it's a lot of like these commentaries on society of the time. And a lot of his books had like a post-apocalyptic feel to them. Um, but in all intents and purposes, it is sci-fi. Okay, and he's a writer of his time, so there's going to be stuff like there's going to be like vague racism, there's going to be misogyny, and the context of the story builds on those, and that's his books. That's that's my critique of his books. But there are a handful of books I've heard of that are, I'm not saying this in an offensive way, super gay, <laughs> just factual, just super fucking gay. He has a book called Buckskin Brigades. And it is one of the gayest sci-fi books people have described, uh, just from the critiques of them online. I haven't read it, so I can't really be a definitive on it, but and, it just this, sounds this, gay as shit. And this isn't gay? It's no. homosexual. Yes. yes. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. 
but he hated homosexuals <laughs> so there was a lot wrong in the book yeah yeah so it's a hypocrite writing a book um but no l ron hubbard is kind of a fascinating character you know a lot of his stuff is some pseudoscience here and there um a lot of it's observations and he what's the deal with the gods of today yeah but a lot of it is how a church works he kind of understood is okay that can be used on a psychological scale to manipulate to harm uh and so on so that's that's the kind of crux of l ron hubbard um there was a rumor there was a joke really it was a rumor that robert Heinlein and l ron hubbard had a bet that said he couldn't make his own religion <laughs> and that was how the, i bet i bet and that's <laughs> and that's how it happened you know and that's the rumor of how it happened robert highland most likely said this fat portly piece of shit needs to get out of my goddamn face <laughs> i'm Aaron hubbard <laughs> do you like tomatoes and boats <laughs> Let's read your Geiger meter. Or but, whatever uh, the fuck meter. Yeah, uh, E-meter. E-meter, yeah. Yeah. So, going into the, the Church of Scientology, we know it today as the Church of Celebrities. There's a shit ton of celebrities in the church. The most famous one is Tom Cruise, who makes fantastic movies, by the way. I'm not just dissing Tom Cruise. He makes fantastic movies. He was a big kind of help during COVID for a lot of studios you know he he had that rant where he's going off yeah like, i'll do it but like he had that rant where he's going off on a production guy who's not following that shit. he's like look we're trying to keep everybody on the up and up on this fucking go buy it mm-hmm. all right but like go by the list all right don't fuck it up everyone's at risk to being doing this so sh- fucking shut the fuck up and do what you're told and there was an audio clip of that and it was fantastic because it was a, the first guy really i heard it was like hey guys we're all fucking tired of it just fucking stay in line long yeah. enough till we can get through this yep and keep people working you know but he is nuts <laughs> <laughs> i'm in love oh yeah yeah uh he gotta have a little mental breakdown for i think a little bit but you know well, what better place to do it than oprah yeah the other crazy person on television <laughs> oprah, yeah like there's only two uh, no, oprah, <laughs> oprah was the the best one i think because i remember we had to watch her stuff in like school yeah we had to watch a lot of her interviews because she was like the professional interviewer and she had like this uh, degree in psychology which was probably bullshit <laughs> but uh but going back to like, l ron hubbard l ron hubbard started all this with a book called dianetics dianetics is a very i've never read dianetics because uh, i'm not going to fall through that hole but you valued your sanity a bit yeah, too much yeah i'm not going to be like henry zabowski from fucking last <laughs> podcast and, and preach the the good things of scientology by accident because i took a 12-week deep dive in the shit um, but you know they have a lot of really good family values probably <laughs> but uh but another a big part of it is dianetics is this idea where they're describing uh why you're like the way you are uh, that's a big part of it but the book is also super fucking confusing and that's why you need to pay money for them to explain the book to you and it's a grift and it's a great one like i, I respect the grift um because churches I mean you had an episode about the uh, the weed uh, the seed community mm-hmm. and the seed faith where it's just like god can only love you if you give money to the church and that's what happened to uh, the catholic church a long time ago was there was this 
there was this big turn in the Catholic Church where it wasn't about salvation and it wasn't about Jesus, where it became about money. And thus, you know, Catholicism became a more ritualistic and more predatory religion. And that's where we get the kind of situation they've been in now in the last 30, 40 years of this coming sh- this shit coming out about that church. But it didn't happen overnight. Okay, it happened through generations and generations of you know power. Same thing with uh, the Church of Scientology. And all intents and purposes, it's the newest one that's stuck around. Most most cults, and they hate that term. They fucking hate that term. Uh, die on the vine. The uh, last few we've talked about Jim Jones, Marshall Applewhite. Uh, eventually, we'll talk about the Ant Hill kids. Uh, but those are the ones, those shot in the dark cults that. Uh, do just heinous shit and disappear. Mm-hmm. There's no remnants of them left really anymore. There is a people's temple still around, but it's not like the Jim Jones people temple. It's more of a charity. But there is no fucking like, there's no Ant Hills kids left. There's no Umshun Rikyo left. But Scientology is as, as played the game. That's how I'll put it that way. Has played the game so well that they've been able to stay in the zeitgeist and in, in the world itself and actually done actual changes, whether it's good or bad as opinion, but they've made major changes in how we move along as a society. Um, a kind of a great thing about this is how far can a guy go just on will alone? And that's kind of the story of L. Ron Hubbard because he's grifting all the time <laughs> from the beginning to the end. Uh, but going back to some of those celebrities, one of those was uh, Masterson. Um, Danny Masterson. Danny Masterson from that 70s show. Popular Scientologist. Uh, Michael Pena, Scientologist. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Um, and this is not saying that those people are bad people or they're dumb. And Isaac Hayes. Yeah. Poor Isaac Hayes. Rest in peace. He's probably in heaven. Get it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but like, uh-huh. how how far does this how far does this extend out to where? All right, so I'm part of a cult. In all intents and purposes, when I'm describing a cult, and I, let's say Alex, you're part of my cult. My job is to deride you, treat you down, and build you back up. Okay, that is the object of a cult. Hey, Alex, you're terrible at this, you're bad at this, but I have faith that you can be better, and if you listen to me long enough, I can get you there. I actually have a a step program to get you where you need to be. It's only a three-step program? Fucking three steps, and when you get that third step, there's a fourth step. But let me tell you about the fourth step. It's almost as good as the fifth and sixth step. So so, so the fourth is just kind of like the hidden last step. Almost. It's almost more closer to the twelfth step. When we get Uh, to the twelfth step, that's when you'll really know. but, But how many times do I have to pay you? Every step. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how they get you. Damn it. Uh, but, like, churches do the same thing. Except churches is the long game. Like, long game. You know, instead of having one person pay me $30,000 and their house, I have people give me $20 every Sunday. And if I keep more people coming in, they keep giving me $20. And if we get the wealthy people in, then we get to talk about percentages of their income, and now we're yeah. really raking in the yeah, money. Yeah, then it's called tithing. Uh, I've actually been reading a lot of stories lately about uh, churches kicking people out for not tithing. I have a story about that. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, there was a, I think I may have mentioned this on the uh, church episode, but um, of course, not going to name any names, what have you, but there was a church that we were at in. Preacher Jim, try, 
extort me, put a, put a fucking knife on me in front of my Chevelle, and said, give me my goddamn $10. God wants you to give it to me, or Satan's going to make me stab you. We were at a church in Roanoke, Virginia, and... Um, Jim the pastor. Jim the pastor was a great youth pastor, and... Um, he did, listened did, to ACDC every now and then. Every so often, but, yeah. you know, ACDC was godly. You know, it was all good. God, they God, had the hell's God, bells and whatnot. But, God, God, God didn't mad get that. God didn't get mad over a little rock and roll every now and again. But, but in all seriousness, this guy was really cool, and he did a lot for the church and we heard rumblings of him having problems but didn't really you know dig into it none of our business and all of a sudden one day we show up on a sunday afternoon and he's not there oh is he sick no um this person is uh, no longer part of the church excommunicated mm-hmm. it's like oh interesting well we still had him on our facebook get home that afternoon hey buddy didn't see you at church. What happened? We'll talk over a glass of wine. Okay. He hey. stole a bottle of communion wine and got shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> what it came down to was he and his family hit hardships financially, mm-hmm. and he was unable to tithe. Yeah. A member of the church that is on salary was unable to pay tithe, and that was their thing they hung over his head. They were like, well, we know how much you get paid. You can afford that percentage back to the church. He's like, no, my my tithing to the church is the work I'm doing. Well, that's what you're being paid for. And it, it they bounced it back and forth on him so hard and kind of boxed him into that corner of, if you're not tithing that extra percentage, you're not a man of God and you don't represent the church properly. Yeah, and that's and that's the grift. That's that's exactly how you do it. Um. And it's all tax free. Yep. And so, going into going on to this, when he creates Scientology, the, the the concept of Scientology, of you give me money and I'll tell you how Dianetics works, it is truly fascinating um, because it's no different than how most people perceive the Bible and go to church to understand the Bible better. If you have basic 12th grade reading skills you can understand the bible now if you want extra help in understanding context then yeah you could go to church you can take, talk to a preacher who tries to explain well the context of this situation is why does daniel do this why does the book of jude say this there is a benefit to going to a church to learn more either to better yourself or just the knowledge itself i'm not going to shit on somebody who goes to church and you know just there i am going to shit on somebody who's being grifted and can't see it okay we were like that we we went to a church and my dad told me one time he's like well we paid this much and this much because my mom worked and my dad worked so they paid percentage per person and that's how much I'm like, God damn, y'all, y'all weren't really getting the show, were you? <laughs> my dad's like, yeah, yeah, it's not really. Like, I've, I've spent money at the milestone that's worth more money than going to a church. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a rock and roll church right there. Yeah, but, the, but Babehaven was playing. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's ever heard of those, those women, must their daddy must have really hated them. <laughs> God, damn. Someone got stood up at the prom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something, something happened worse than that. Someone went full carry white at the goddamn prom for them. But uh, I digress. <laughs> but no, like to me, to me, going to a church should be a free activity. Mm-hmm. You know, 
yes, if I want to donate money, I should, I could. And if it's if I'm getting meaning out of it, then I will. They deserve the money. No different than if I buy a shirt from a band. I came to see y'all. I came to see my buddy's band. Y'all are playing. I enjoy the music. Sell me a fucking shirt, bro. Sell me some stickers. Sell me a CD. And I always do that when I go to a show. And he does. And whether or not I really, really enjoy it, I understand that they're bringing enjoyment to others. But I don't have... It's not like the milestones like, you're going to pay this. You're going to buy a fucking t-shirt. You're going to buy a drink. And there's a gratuity on there yeah. and it has to go to XYZ. Yeah, you get a water, a dollar goes to the water, a dollar goes to the bar. <laughs> Put a dollar <laughs> in the bottle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But with Scientology, it's very well structured to where they could bully you into giving more and more. And it's not about a percentage. They're not targeting the percentage. They want all of it damn near immediately. They're like you have problems and you need help and their selective targeting is fucking perfect uh, no one quite does it as well as scientology see because scientology targets the people who aren't religious scientology will go after the person who's had a bad time at church scientology goes after people who've grown up in hardcore religious communities who are boxed out okay you know we live in the south and We've been to, I've been to all kinds of churches, you know, mainly Baptist churches because they're Catholics of the South. But there is this idea that if you're not part of this group, then we're going to get boxed the fuck out of everything else. Yep. And in Hollywood, they were knee deep in it. A great example is John Travolta. Mm -hmm. John Travolta, being part of Scientology, helped his career perfectly and what a fucking face to the name hey there's this guy john travolta he's on he's on a uh, successful sitcom he just got hired to be in a movie saturday night fever it's fantastic he's likable he's fun he's the face of this religion for for this moment until someone else comes along and we'll get him to be the face tom cruise yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but with that with that, they are targeting people who are trying to up and come in the entertainment industry. And that is a lot of goddamn people. And that's a lot of people that are just willing to say, uh-huh, 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 just to get going. Yeah. So we can only imagine how many burgeoning actors and actresses joined Scientology just to get a leg up in the Hollywood industry. Now, Hollywood being the corruptible industry that it is, I'm not going to go too far into that. <laughs> That's a separate episode. Because a lot of that is just conspiracy and rumor. But there are bad people in the game. Harvey Weinstein, perfect example. Bad guy in the game. And you're, Book him. Book him. Yeah, <laughs> to, for the Mad Monster Party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he'll come. Yeah, he'll show the fuck up. Ooh, shoot up. <laughs> but, um... Him and Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Dan Snyder off in the corner. Where's the feet? Yeah. <laughs> I love me some feet. <laughs> but anyway. Tarantino pops up from the corner. Who said feet? Yeah. <laughs> I will say, if that's the worst thing about Tarantino, good on him. Because yeah. that motherfucker could be so much fucking worse oh, and yeah. no one would know. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I pray that the worst problem he has is some fucked up foot fetish. Foot fetish, yeah. Like, he probably found a feet finder. <laughs> found a bunch. Q- QT. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh but with Scientology the grift is damn near perfect because I need you to give me everything you have so I can build you into something I need you to be. And as of today, Scientology is not like it was back it was when I was in high school uh, 2008. But I do remember 2 years ago they spent money on an ad on the Super Bowl. And it was fascinating to see that because they had the weird little symbol up. I don't know if you've ever seen the the symbol. It'd probably be on the uh, the page. What a weird little symbol. Yes. <laughs> Very weird. But it's a symbol nonetheless. And uh, I talk to this guy at work a lot about, you know, symbolism and, and you know, cult status. And, and when you see a symbol and it has a meaning attached to it, it's going to stick with you. The greatest example is the swastika. The swastika, we know what that is. It used to mean something else, but no one will ever reference that. No. In the Hindu culture, it's something totally different. But it got co-opted, and now we see a swastika, we know three things. Asshole. <laughs> asshole. Asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, In three varying degrees of tone. Yeah. Asshole. Oh, asshole. 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 But uh, but like it's like no different than like seeing the Kiss logo and the Misfits logo. I can look at that and understand. Okay, that's a different type of rock and roll. Mm. I know what those guys, those mass fellas, are about. Uh, I've heard their music before. I know them. Okay, yeah. but if somebody co-ops that image of like the face from Misfits mm-hmm. into something else, there's a problem. Okay, it doesn't quite match the aesthetic. Yeah. Okay, but that no no different than symbols. Symbols are the same thing. Uh, the Star of David, we understand that as the the Jewish star representative of the Judaism. The cross is the cross. Uh, the crescent moon and the star, Islam. We know this. And they created their own symbol. Mm-hmm. It looks dumb as shit. It looks like a bunch of jumbled shit put together. And another interesting co-op is the upside-down cross. Mm-hmm. The upside-down cross, if I'm correct, in original biblical sense, just meant deceased. The upside-down cross is the cross of St. Peter. Yeah. Because uh, he was he was nailed upside, upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of the none of the apostles had a good time. No, that's a whole different story. But yeah, so it's interesting how that has now been co opted by mm-hmm. you know the the twelve year old satanic groups. Yeah, but like the same as like the pentagrams and stuff like that. You know, just all of these different symbols get co opted in. And that that'd be a good episode by itself. Just stupid fucking symbols in religion. But um, the Iron Cross, the Iron Cross. That is the that that is an award you got for shooting down the enemy. If you were a German pilot, and then it's like, no, that's a Nazi. No, the fuck, it's not. Well, what was the enemy of the Germans? The Americans. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah. when you win a war, you can decide what the fucking symbol means. All right, all right, I'm just saying. <laughs> right, like the spider, like the spider. You know, mm-hmm. we see a spider logo. I could think either Spider Man or the Spidered Man. <laughs> you know, the fun-loving Peter Parker, or or the man who rips people asunder <laughs> in PlayStation Four. Um. But they had to kind of hit all the bases with Dianetics. You know, the Dianetics makes you think you have a problem with yourself. And everyone has problems. Everyone does. Um, but it kind of charges it up. Scientology kind of charges it up a little bit where it needs to be fixed. And they're a big proponent against psychology. They're a big proponent against psychotherapy. Um, a big one is Tom Cruise's rant. <laughs> 
about I think Cindy Crawford and her having to take medication for yeah, mental illness. Yeah, I remember that. And Matt Lauer is just like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, dude?" And he's ha- and he's basically having a fucking manic state. She's gonna be taking the and all that motherfucker needed to do was hit a joint and just calm down. That's all he needed to do. Jump out of a plane, motherfucker. Calm another down. Another one. <laughs> and another one. And dirt bike launch off a fucking mountain with a parachute. That's ma- <laughs> Hey, I got to say, man, if Scientology gives him the courage to do that kind of shit, good on him. If that's his, hey, if that's his fucking guiding light, good that, on him. That, I guess that's the spinach. Yeah, that's, <laughs> take that, Popeye, you bitch. I'm giving it to olive oil over here. Yeah. But so, wait. The, the whole Scientology thing has always been very elusive to me because yeah. I, ever since I was like consciously aware of different cults, organizations, religious groups, I had always heard of Scientology, and I didn't really realize that in retrospect how important that episode of South Park was. Yeah, so with with South Park. Because uh, that's where I really actually learned a lot about it, but I thought it was from my own ignorance. Mm. And what I'm sure you'll expand on in a bit, which is, you know, Matt and Trey have later on came out and been like, yeah, we were like the first show to like really shine a light and tell you truly what goes on in this organization. Yeah, they're the second show. The first show was an interview with David Miscavige, where David Miscavige has almost a mental breakdown talking about his religion and he's being talked to by i'm trying to remember the the interviewer's name but he fucking rings this dude alive and david miscavige cannot keep up he is panicking he is sweating he is very short so he has a height issue because i'm a height supremacist they're not real people uh he was a grown man who's like five foot tall he's not good he's not, he's, he's not people so you uh, do not you do not i do not acknowledge sh- you do not acknowledge the short kings no no <laughs> if you want to find you a muscle mommy or whatever the fuck good for you that's fine but to me you're nothing <laughs> the short, go short. off chris go yeah. off fuck them this is what betty crocker's paying for <laughs> no i i I joke, but like sometimes when I see a smaller person, a smaller guy, I'm just like, God damn, dude. <laughs> Jesus. And I'm saying this from like a genetic supremacy of being six foot two. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm actually, I'm actually shorter than I'm supposed to be. I found that out. Yeah. Cause I have kidney disease. So it keeps me shorter than I'm actually. You're supposed to even be taller than the, God damn yeah. it. Yeah. I'm probably supposed to be like six, four or something, six, five or some God shit. Damn it. But because I have kidney disease, my body has made me shorter than I'm supposed God to be. God nerfed you. Yeah. He'll get his. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a call. Give me a gold can of Copenhagen. I'll be up there in a minute, boy. Pop a top. Yeah. Oh, man. I've been talking to a guy at work about that. Just joking and shit. He's like, go ahead. Pull you some gold top, brother. Pull yourself a dip. Goddamn animal. <laughs> but uh, that's some redneck shit down here for you. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but with Scientology in South Park, it kind of goes back a little bit further is what did Scientology in was the internet. That did in a lot of cults. And the newer cults we see today have kind of perfected it to where they use it as a tool instead of like this this spotlight that can put us down. Um, Because Nexium used the internet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Twin Flames is an internet-based one. These are all newer cults that are popping up. And 
there's also not even cults, but mentalities developed from the internet, from toxic fucking people. And I don't like using that word toxic, but it is very imperative that that's what that means. Yeah. Of these toxic people on the internet creating lifestyles that are not cohesive with society, you know, that do not work out and will ruin your fucking life. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of your uh, influencers do this. Uh, you get a lot of trends and stuff like that, and it can be get dangerous. your cred. Yeah, get your cred. You know, uh, get that prime energy drink in your fucking bloodstream right fucking now. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, and if you don't, you're an asshole. Yeah, you're a pussy. Yeah, and it's like, God damn it, <laughs> <laughs> give me the prime. But Scientology ended up being exposed by the internet in 2004, 2005. And people were like, no, this is a the Church of Scientology probably isn't like this. South Park's pulling another goof. But another thing that that South Park does, or even not South Park, but Scientology does, is black those people out. All right, we need our people to be boxed out of social media. We need them boxed out of the real world. Um, and this will come up later on with L. Ron Hubbard and his fucking boat and the Sea Aug and stuff like that. Those are your upper echelon Scientology guys. Much, much kind of like. Uh, like certain churches have your upper echelon members, but those members are still part of society. Scientology members aren't really big part of society. You know, they have actors who are names and faces, but actors and actresses aren't really part of society. They, yeah. They're walled off. They have a very select view of the world. Um, they're lonesome. Mm-hmm. They become lonesome very quickly. That's why they have some. I have a lot of horror stories about actors and actresses who can't function because they've been out of the real world so long president this actually happens to presidents a lot more than you think uh richard nixon didn't know what a scanner was at a grocery store because he had never been to a grocery store wow yeah so like he's so boxed in from that realm of life Mm -hmm. he didn't know you know so that that's 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 kind of how they treat their members you know if i get somebody hooked hook line and sinker I got them for life. Yep. You know, and if I'm building a church, that's how I'm going to do it. And I mean, and they are not letting up today. Uh, one of the reasons why I brought this up as a potential episode is uh, on my YouTube shorts, there have been these group of like maybe five or six people and they're called the Scientology Audit. Yeah. And what they'll do is they'll hang out near their headquarters. In Clearwater, Florida. Yes. Um, I, th- I thought it was somewhere in California. They have a place that they have... The Church of Scientology is in California. The headquarters is in Clearwater, Florida. I think it's a giant blue building. Okay, the, not the Florida one then, not the giant blue building. This one is kind of like on a strip, and yeah. it, and it could almost be confused for like a Prada or Gucci store. Yeah. So people are hanging out on the outside. I think it's of called that. the Learning Center or something like. That. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's where a lot of the recruitment happens. Is at the Learning Center. Yeah, because you'll see an actor or actresses in there uh, leah remedy would talk about this a lot she'd be like i'd have to go work at the learning center yeah or the, you know the, inter- the intake center yeah so that that's kind of like the main hub of them pulling people in and and basically what they'll do is these people on social media as soon as they see one of the scientology people with a new recruit will just start shouting facts and being like this is a cult this is a scam they've told you this they've told you this when they go inside they're going to tell you this turn around now once you go inside you will not be able to leave you are going to be uh, held against your will you will be again all this stuff and nine times out of ten people are just kind of like oh shit like that because they don't they're recruiting them not saying it's scientology because as soon as the guy goes this is scientology this is scientology you see people kind of like looking around and like see the thing they're like 
no no like they, they kind of look at the wall and be like oh crap no mm. i was about to enter this building oh wait no 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 i don't want anything to yeah. do with you yeah, so and the creepiest the the part that literally like gave me goosebumps when i saw it around christmas time right next to the learning center was kind of like an empty parking lot they transformed that entire parking lot and branded it the l ron hubbard christmas wonderland yeah using children to draw in the parents to get them stuck in a conversation that they can't get out of to get recruitments i think a timeshare that is but it's scary because it's not a time share this is scientology yeah but it, but it works the same way it, it it works the exact same way but no i saw that and it, it literally sent chills down my spine i was like that is evil shit yeah um yeah, it's just anything directed to the kids like that. That's when I start going. That's evil shit. Yeah, um, there were other programs that are similar like this uh, down south uh, that are part of like certain churches. Mm-hmm. There's you know, there's like the women health facility, which is a or Planned Parenthood. You know, something mm-hmm. like that. you go in there for contraception. You go in there if you need you know an abortion. You need there if you know for checkups. You need there for anything pregnancy related can be done at Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. There's another version of Planned Parenthood that is sponsored secretly by Christian organizations. And some of those things can be very nefarious. Some of them, mm-hmm. they'll get women to do ultrasounds and be like, this is your baby. And it'd be a, an ultrasound of a baby that's probably like six months. And this woman's probably only like three weeks. So like, yeah. oh, it's got a heartbeat. It's got this. It's breathing. you know. And they coerce these women into having these children against their will um in a way i find funny you brought that up because you just unlocked a core memory so i was doing a lot of like pro-life pro-choice research and stuff mm-hmm. you know early on when that was a big topic during like the obama administration yeah and i remember running across a list of church approved uh, women's health organizations. Yeah, they start with pamphlets and stuff like that. Yeah, and but it was also implied you could get it done here, wink, wink. I just never knew that extra connecting piece about the the guilt tripping, essentially, once they get there. That makes so much more yeah. sense now. And then they create uh, another one is um, like um, halfway houses. Uh, for pregnant women uh, where they basically give their baby up yep um but it, they ignore a lot of the other underlying factors of those kind of things the majority of people and this is statistical you can look this up the majority of people who get abortions women who get abortions in the later days are high-risk pregnancies or pregnancies that will not uh, i'm trying to think of the word uh that will not be fulfilled Okay, pregnant ectopic pregnancy is one. Um, I'm not going to the science of it, but they're non-viable pregnancies. That's right. the word for it. And so, an abortion is necessary. And churches like the Church of Scientology is against that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Churches down here are against that kind of thing because they think a miracle is going to fucking happen. It's going to fucking work out. It doesn't. You could abort the next Einstein. No. No, this thing is dead. <laughs> this is what Texas is having a problem with because. People, women of Texas are going to have to flee Texas because of their laws. I digress. I'm not getting into the fucking argument. Uh, but Scientology 
takes the conservative part of religion and applies it to themselves. That's why they're very anti-homosexual. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good story. Why do they have Tom Cruise then? Oh. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't think Tom Cruise is gay. John Travolta is gay and was forced into the closet by Scientology. That's the horrific thing they've done to people. He's only an example. I can't have the face of the fucking 70s being a gay dude. But I can have him in the closet. And that's why a lot of accusations, like not accusations of like SA, but accusations of all he had sex with a Mm -hmm. man came out because, yeah, because he's fucking gay. So what? (laughs) But back in the 70s, it was what? Uh And not so much for so what, you know? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And they do this in a way, the, the amount of pressure is like the amount of pressure you heard you would get in dare about some guy offering you heroin. <laughs> like, you want some of this dick? Yeah. <laughs> but like, we can fix you. They, they, they probably preached to him that him having feelings for men was an issue. Pray the gay away. Yeah. And they boxed him the fuck out and made him part of the church. And he got married, had children. And I love the fact, oh, he can't be gay. He has a wife and a kid. I'm like, motherfucker, you've, have you seen how many wife and kids are out there? Yeah, Michael have, Jackson had a wife and kid. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's more of a pedophile, not gay. <laughs> There's, those are two different things. <laughs> two different monsters. <laughs> one's fashionable, one's just likes kids. <laughs> Michael was both. <laughs> I'm just letting all this ride. Fuck it, <laughs> the thoughts and opinions of cryptic conspiracy cults. <laughs> hey, hey. You got this fucking guy, and you got those fucking guys. Yeah. All right. I, I can go toe-to-toe with those fucking guys in a more cohesive state. Y'all can hop on the Something Good For You podcast if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with Scientology, where L. Ron Hubbard, going back to L. Ron Hubbard real quick, he creates this, this basically a therapeutic way of people dealing with their problems. And it, and it works, and it doesn't work, because you have to have Dianetics, you have to have Reddit, and you have to pay him to teach you Dianetics. And going back to South Park real quick, they the problem with South Park was they showed the end game. You weren't supposed to see the end game until you got there. And it was alien bullshit. It was aliens, Xenu, all this stuff. And I love the caption at the bottom where he's describing Scientology to Stan. And he's describing the the DC eight planes, the golden planes, the the spirits of aliens being put in volcanoes, Xenu, uh, to harvest it and stuff like that. Um, it was all like Scientologists truly believe this. Yeah, the caption at the bottom was "This is truly the end game of Scientology." At the bottom, and it's perfect. It's fantastic because they do the same thing to Mormons when they're describing the story of Joseph Smith. Dum 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 dum. It's it's so harmonic. <laughs> and the book you, of, you can't say Joseph Smith without, without the dum the dum dum dum. Even what I like, where we do our you know twelve hour fourteen episode podcast about the Mormons, where I'm just dragging every time it's gonna be dum 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 dum. Say it, fucking say it, <laughs> say the line. Hey, Mikey said he'd join just just to get some insider information. And oh, is he gonna spill the beans? Yeah, and I look at Courtney. I'm like, you you cool with him having a sister wife? And she just looked at him. I'm like, you can punch him in front of me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop his ass. Now we can just see beating the dog shit because she does that CrossFit cult. Oh yeah, I'm trying to get her to be on that this episode, the show, so I can interview her for her that cult she's in. CrossFit. <laughs> she refuses to acknowledge that it's a cult. 
think running is a cult too. It's, what are they running from? That's that's not a cult. That's just disgusting. <laughs> running is invented for you to escape, not to just casually do it. You're ruining for fun. For fun. Gross. Ew. Disgusting. <laughs> Healthy De- people. Deplorable. <laughs> deplorable I, I remember t- i told uh brad's wife that one time it was just like oh you go out for a run that's disgusting <laughs> she kind of just looked at me like what the fuck did you say <laughs> and like it's fucking disgusting it's gross <laughs> well i'm just like making a fucking like roulade out of pork <laughs> it's like, you're fucking gross yeah it's disgusting while i'm stripping the backbone out of a chicken <laughs> it's just like, that's fucking disgusting holding the heart of a pig <laughs> Look at life. You're gross. (laughs) And they kind of exposed it on the mainstream part of it. They just they managed describe that Xenu uh, murdered a bunch of aliens, put their souls in volcanoes, and you know those souls came into me and you uh, as ancestors and have stayed with us, and um, they manifest themselves as thetans or thetans. Which are these stupid? It's like metachlorians in Star Wars. <laughs> we just talked about Star Wars recently because that's all I'm thinking about right now. But it all connects so it, well. It all connects so well because it's science fiction. God damn it! <laughs> all right, um, but that's 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 the end all belief. And on a financial level, on like like on financial institution, I kind of respect it because that's that's a grift. No different than like a Ponzi scheme. The problem I have with it is the ch- the idea that it's a fucking religion. Yeah. So, so, so before we move away from that too far, so I the the part I just learned was I was unaware that the Zeno Zenu portion and stuff was not something readily available to lower members of Scientology before that episode. No, you have to pay the money to be told the story. Right. Let's say you paid the money and was told the story. There are multiple levels of which you have to pay before you get to the alien information. Would a Tom Cruise have would have already had that information? No, no. Uh, it's about so Leah Remini is a perfect example. Her family was part of Scientology, so she's what's called a generational Scientologist. If you're in the game, I'm just going to refer to it as the game. If you're in that game. And your, you know, your mom's part of it, your grandmother's part of it, whatever. And you're raised in it, and children are raised in Scientology. Um, when you get to that part, she even talks about all. Oh, they're like, "Hey, we want to talk to you." Blah blah blah. Uh, you're going to ascend in the church, and she and she tells this during like podcasts and stories. She's like, "Oh, is this the part where I learn about the aliens?" She jokingly said that, and they're like, "This is fucking serious." That's what they told her. Her mom said, this is fucking serious. And then they tell her the story of Xenu. And then she realized, oh my God, what the fuck am I a part of? So that was that's what my question was. So it's like, there, there's two parts to it. I'll start with the funny. I can just imagine a day or two after that South Park episode airs. Church of Scientology. Yeah, uh, Tom Cruise here. What the fuck? <laughs> and, and him having to now grip with the belief that this is actually real and but the par- second part of it is if a tom cruise a i use that as like the we the people if a tom cruise may have not been aware of that part of the we'll call it lore 
How did they get it? How did who get it? Tom Cruise? No, South Park. Uh, Matt and Trey. The internet. So, so people, but, people at the higher level of Scientology left Scientology, and they made it to the end. They were members. They are like parishioners, bishops, basically, that left because of somebody like David Miscavige. All right, so there is a hierarchy to Scientology during the time of L. Ron Hubbard. It's a gross group of it's a close group of adults. In a gross group, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's a close group of adults with L. Ron Hubbard who are learning how to teach Dianetics, with the caveat of knowing about Xenu and the aliens. Now, David Miscavige comes along. He's young. He's part of the Sea Org, which is an elite group of Scientologists who sign billion-year contracts. I'm not joking. Billion-year contracts that aren't feasible and work on this like ship, this this boat. And he had a defunct boat that tried to make it to Europe. It made it to Europe. They're telling like, hey, you need guys need to get the fuck out of here um, or we'll destroy your goddamn boat. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and it was basically ran by children. <laughs> but he was one of those kids. Yeah. And so he botched those adults out because he became the voice of Scientology through kind of the same as like any movie you watch when it's like some guy becomes the leader just by accident. Look at me. Yeah. I'm the captain now. Yeah, basically. And he ends up running Scientology after Elrond's death. But by that time, the internet's already been out or coming out. And then it's like, oh, I'm Googling recipes, blah, blah, blah. And then you see a commercial for Scientology on TV, which was prevalent. Or you see a late night. That's where they really got people was late night ads. You get late night ads about the book of Dianetics, you know, all this. And so if you have the internet at the time, you're going to click, 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 click. What the fuck is this? And under that headline is the Church of Scientology website, blah, blah, blah. And under that is probably another fucking result, uh, the dangers of this fucking Church of Scientology. So, yeah, that's that's how that information got out there. And that's how Trey and, Trey and Matt got it. It was from real people who, yeah. who made it to the end. And some of them were like, this is bad shit. Excuse me while I moonwalk out of here. <laughs> and the fucked up thing is they'd use the same tactic most cults use and even Catholicism uses. Excommunication. Uh, if I, if you, let's say you're part of the reasonableists with Chris, mm-hmm. and at the end of it, you made it, hey, I want you to be a preacher of reason, reasonableism. Okay. All right, Alex, parishioner Alex. Um, you're going out there and teach the word. Now, the word is... Look around. The bird. The, I'm just going to look around and be like, black people aren't real. And they're like, and you'll be like, what the fuck did you just say? I, I saw one on my way here. Yeah, because it sounds fucking insane, don't <laughs> there's, it? There's one outside. Yeah. Like, he, like, he, like. He, Not real. It's a psyop. Uh, uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. See how fucking disturbing that sounds? Mm-hmm. Now, imagine if I said it was about fucking aliens. <laughs> All right. And now. And now get this. Here's how people like I think Tom Cruise gets stuck into it. They've been in it for so long. They've attributed their success in life to it. They hear this, you know, song and dance about Xenu the alien. And now it's like subconsciously, it's like you need to get the fuck out of here. But consciously, you're like, you've already sunk so much time into it. I'm in it. this deep. I can't get out. And this is this is why I don't think it's dumb people this is why i don't think it's lesser people who get drawn into cults anybody is susceptible to propaganda and this is just theirs 
there was a book I read and it kind of it kind of scared the shit out of me one time. It said, every person on earth, there is a set of words and statements that you could say to them that would destroy them. If I find that out, that is the most dangerous thing I could do to somebody. There's like, there's a certain set of words I could say out loud in a certain order to you, Alex, and mm-hmm. you would have a mental breakdown. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a few. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but but you know, you hear those words individually, it's nothing. It means right. nothing. It's kind of like if I hold a dictionary, it's like you know, everything I need to know is in this dictionary. Yes, technically, because but if I I have to put it together because mm-hmm, it's all alphabetized and out of order. Yeah. yeah. So I need someone to help me shape that knowledge, and that's why you have churches. And church ontology is just that. They have a book that's damn near hard to understand. But if I pay Leafy Green spending money, they'll teach me how to understand it. <laughs> Leafy Green spending money. But like that's that's what it is. And the church of Scientology boiled down to that is no different from, you know, the Christians, you know, or like, like Methodists, mm-hmm. Southern Baptists, Protestants, Catholics, Judaism, Islam. I have a complicated book that has understanding. You understand some of it. You will. You will, you can't understand some of it. But if you want to know more, you can go to this church and they'll tell you more. Uh, if you understand the context, like I said before, it's there. Scientology, however, is not like, give me 10%. They're like, give me all of it and your time. Right now. Right fucking now. And it's super fucking expensive. There is a conspiracy behind Scientology that the reason L. Ron Hubbard has the most selling books of all time is because they force people in Scientology to buy those books. I wouldn't be surprised. And thus dump those books and then donate those same books back to the church. And so you now have this revolving door of inventory uh, that sells and sells and sells. It's kind of like uh, how the government cheats you on taxes when you sell a car. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say I have a car, I buy it, I pay taxes. Next day I sell it to you, guess what? You got to pay taxes on that car when you buy it. Next day you sell it to Rachel, guess what? She has to pay taxes. Now if we pay taxes three different times on the same fucking vehicle and it hasn't done nothing. Yep. So like, it's, it's this revolving door of bullshit. And that's how Scientology really works. You know, going in, like going into the deep dive, like complicated history of it is just L. Ron Hubbard's fucking life <laughs> and like his shit fuck life. It is. And, Going into some conspiracies on it to add to the cryptic conspiracy cult of it. Have you ever heard of Operation Snow White? I have not. Operation Snow White is a very real tale of how Scientology inserted themselves in the United States government in certain roles in the federal government. And then someone in the FBI is like, hey, you ever notice we have a lot of Scientologists bebopping around? And this is before they got tax-exempt status. This is before they were church. And he had had people become Scientologists and join the federal government at certain key levels and make their way up to influence the United States government. They got found out and those members got taken out, not killed or anything. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't part of the FBI then. I would have killed them. Then. I would have killed them. (laughs) When you say I'm part of some PSYOP, you commie piece of shit. I'm saying what you said. You said I wasn't part of the CIA then. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is what it is, Alex. Well, if this is the way I find out, out. maybe if you keep that pro-commie shit out your goddamn mouth, just say I'm trying trying to make the federal government great again. (laughs) God damn it. Yep, a boot in every ass and a cap in every skull. God. You heard my Star Wars story. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they killed two guys and took their fucking uniforms. 
savages savages barely even human <laughs> pocahontas great movie uh, but uh but yeah they they f- got found out yeah and they went after him the government went after him like what the fuck are you trying to do and there is a level of of like what the fuck mm. kind of like holy shit a cult tried to influence the you know united states government right but not long after that they re- they received their tax exempt status as a church because they were taking an influx of money now whether a church is a church and it's tax free and the government shouldn't be able to tax it that's an argument onto itself i cannot say here or there whether or not a church has to pay taxes i think they should if they're taking in large sums of money and not doing anything with it i think you've become a bank that's that's how i feel and if you're going to hoard money you're going to hoard all that money like a dragon you need to be held accountable because now you're affecting the economy because of what people don't realize is and I've, I've actually talked to a lot of people who don't understand how it works the economy only works as long as you spend money if you hoard money you stop the flow of money and it becomes super fucking the, worthless the economy only exists if you believe in it yeah no the economy exists <laughs> i love that yeah no <laughs> no money is real okay money is very fucking real money money that's my god in fact my god is a green-faced asshole whose eyes never close and i keep my one eye open while i sleep because if i keep my eyes off of it long enough it'll disappear the church of money is chris morrison's church okay put a dollar in my a, wallet put a dollar in the goddamn box buy a shirt <laughs> buy a stickers i don't care launch us yeah, launch get, us get out there guys because that's my church and my church is fucking real hey my church does all kinds of good shit it drops bombs on afghanistan it builds houses you know it pays my rent it pays my rent it kills so many people <laughs> but guess what i can do with it as i please what's different than my church that i just described different than any other Except mine, you could see mine. I, I'm serious. Like, I'm, uh, this is very, you know, I joked about it a long time ago, but then I started to realize, no, no, money is very, the church of money is very real. The, the religion of money is the perfect religion because it can come and go as it pleases. I can do what I want with my money, with my God. So what do you, def- well, so to answer that, if you're saying like for, for serious, what would you define as a church then? A building to worship. And the great thing about the God of money is how I worship it, I go to work. <laughs> so so the, the one thing I guess I have in my head that I'm trying to like verbalize is throughout these different religions, even Scientology, there is a larger deity greater than us and greater than any material possession. A lot of times, yeah that we are worshiping whether mm-hmm. it be a buddha a jesus a xenu mm-hmm. whatever it is a larger higher power than us money serves us yeah we we are the owners of the money the money if anything we are the gods to the money the mm-hmm. money is to serve us and to serve our greater good as we as someone that follow a religion our lives are to serve the greater purpose that is yeah. our god so I, I i don't know i feel like the church of money might be a little to, to pull the argument not for the goat lulls and shit that one might be tough only because the roles are a bit reversed so here's what i have to say to that mm-hmm 
fucking heretic. Uh, <laughs> fuck you pay me. Fuck you pay me. Blasphemous little asshole. Pay the fine. <laughs> Damn it. Pay the toll or you're going to get rolled. Uh, I'll give you so another like, sticker before we leave. But when it comes to like the definition of a church, the government has right. lines laid out for that, for the purpose of tax exempt status. The First Amendment gives you the right to worship whatever the fuck you want to worship. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the fact. The the First Amendment is the best amendment because that's the first one. All right. Do you know what the First Amendment says? <laughs> freedom of speech, mm-hmm. the freedom of press, the freedom of religion, the freedom to gather. That's it. Those are the most First important. Amendment, best amendment. Yeah, you're goddamn right. The Second Amendment's fun. <laughs> All right. Don't get me wrong. The Fifth Amendment can protect your ass in court. <laughs> the other ones are a little bit spotty. I but, plead the fifth. But they're very important. But none of them are as important as the first one because they knew when they wrote the motherfucker that we are not a church. We are not a. We are not the United States of Christianity. We are not the United States of the former British colonies. We are the United States of America. You know, and when the government tells you, "Hey, we need you to define your church so we can give you tax exempt status." There are certain guidelines you have to go by. Mm-hmm. One of them is a place of worship. Scientology's got it. Yep. One is membership. They fucking got it. Spades. And one is basically a thesis statement. They got that. And, and they have a charter. And, it's, and every church has a charter. Uh, you'll actually see it most of the time in Baptist churches. You'll see it near the front of the church, near the altars or the uh, uh, the dais. Other ones are usually in the, in the fellowship halls and stuff like that. I know I'm describing like a lot of Protestant churches, but they're all the same. Um, Catholic churches have a broader one. They don't. It's usually engraved in the church because mm, they hardcore like that. Yeah. Well, they actually did you know this that most Catholic churches have to have a bone of a saint to become a church hmm. inside of it somewhere. I did not know that. It's fucking gross. That is a little gross. Yeah, like this is the figure of Saint Peter. Ah, <laughs> oh, we got his pinky. Damn it! The other place we're not as good thumb. as the one with a thumb. Yeah, we're not, <laughs> God damn, we're not as cool as those. I love how we were both thinking thumb. Thumb. It's the most important finger. It is. You lose your thumb, can't do shit. Yeah. And then you're then you're what? Basically an ape. Yeah. Can't do this. You're you're faking like an ape. <laughs> but with Scientology, we'll go over another episode, but like a, a part two of this, where it's like the history of Scientology. But they are losing members in droves. Mainly because of shit like you were describing earlier, but some guy yelling, "That's Scientology! Get the fuck away from there!" <laughs> Bad. Yeah, like, like, wax him, wax him in the newspaper. I just picture like that old guy at the gas station telling the group of teenagers in the van, "Don't go down that road." It's basically they're, what it is. They're they're fucking cannibal skull rapers down there, and it's just like, well, I guess we got to go down cannibal skull raping road. It's the shortest way. <laughs> fucking fascinating <laughs> but uh with Scientology what I think is kind of the biggest grift of all is them saying they can help you yep because if they truly could if if it was proven that they could another version of Scientology would be out there doing it without all the fucking money and pomp and circumstance and there are people that do it there are certain there are little churches of Scientology that are separate from David Miscavige and Elron Hubbard that still preach the the original Dianetics that teach you how to understand it, and those are probably remnants of the the old adult group that left. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, a great movie that's a pair of like a, it's 
loosely based on Scientology is an older movie called The Master in its um, uh, what's his name Joaquin Phoenix mm-hmm. is in it uh, Amy Adams and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is the guy and he's trying to help Joaquin Phoenix's character and it's just not working because he's not believing in it and also it's bullshit so it's this this like argument of the wheels that's mm-hmm. happening and it's a very fascinating movie because there's a scene where a guy's like this sounds like bullshit in the crowd he's like what you're describing is bullshit mm-hmm. and he's just like sir you do not know and like it's how L. Ron Hubbard talked it's how cult leaders talk it's like can you, like I joked about like Jim Jones a lot of times. It's like if I was back then, and one of the things Jim Jones would do was he would pit people against each other on the stage. He's like, Alex, how dare he buy a new car? Mm-hmm. And I would make you fight people in the church till you couldn't fight no more. And in my mind, I'm just like, why am I not beating the dog shit out of this meth addict in front of all these people and screaming, if it's not true, God would stop me and just start kicking him in the ribs. Like, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. In my mind, that's how I would handle it. But all these people are so knee deep in it that they are not going to do something like that. And that's yeah. another thing about a cult or even a church, really. Um well, the one thing they're really fearing right now, and what the auditors are basically trying to do, is they know they can't prevent every single person from getting recruited. Yep. That's a fruitless effort. However, since they have been losing so many members, the main goal right now of this group is to remove their tax-exempt status. Yes. So if that's- they can remove their tax-exempt status, all of a sudden, they do start caring about all the people leaving and everything else. So... The thing about this is this this would be a monumental case uh, because we're for, for people who don't realize there's a couple like court cases that are up and coming that could make it to the Supreme Court and can really change the political landscape for the future. One is uh, this case. like if, if a case was to be brought up that the United States versus the Church of Scientology and if they were to change it from always scientology is not a church but in fact a organization that grifts money and not even grift like just say it's a corporation Mm -hmm. that takes money and proclaims that dianetics is a scientific endeavor for you know helping people then yeah it needs to be taxed because now it's a fucking health company it's no longer a church okay and the government would have to acknowledge that on a broader spectrum on other people and other rules for churches so if i'm a mormon and i'm running a church i'd be kind of fucking scared right now because if the church of scientology decides to go against the united states government on this then they're next because they hoard fucking money and anything that goes against a religious I'm going to use this word literally. Religious station is a threat to all of them. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. You know, um, but it does seem like the Scientology base, though, kind of gets the cold shoulder from basically every other organized religion. Though. Yeah, because they're not a fucking religion. <laughs> well, but they, that's but, what I was saying. So I but think even, even the other ones acknowledge that it's not a religion. Yeah, yeah. So there is what's called the conference of. Like a conference of churches is where a lot of different religious um, teachers come together and kind of discuss 
you know, mm-hmm. have a have a have a not a debate, but a discussion, a meeting of the minds. Yeah, yeah, uh, kind of like the Bilderberg Group, or you know, um, that one place where all the politicians go to fuck each other with a giant owl <laughs> statue. Um, that one, but um, but yeah, they had this like big conference every now and then, um, and other religions show up there. And they discuss what their religion is about. And it's not so much uh, an in-group as mm-hmm. it is a, an, a a chance to talk about change and growth. And this is how Western religions are, are made. Yeah. This is how we've, you know, Western Islam and Eastern Islam are two different things. One is more hardcore and strict. One is Americanized. Yeah. Uh, Scientology is an American religion, but the most American religion is Mormonism. That's a fact. There's no religion more American than Mormonism. Dum, 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 dum. dum. Uh, crackers as long as the eye can see. <laughs> but with with Scientology kind of going downhill, I wouldn't be surprised within the next 10 years they'd probably shutter the doors. Or, and this is a big, big if, if something was to happen to David Miscavige, the leader of Scientology... And Tom Cruise was to become the leader of Scientology. That would probably, in the long run, change a lot of things. Whether or not it's for the good, I couldn't say. I would hope it's for the better. I would hope he would open the coffers and let people see, like, this is how much we've made. This is what we do. With he the just brings it back to the Old Testament, baby. Yeah, brings it back to the L. Ron Hubbard days. You know, like, free wheeling and dealing. Fucking getting, getting the fucking out of here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, gets fucking ape shit. Kills Nicole Kidman right there. Just like, fucking Jesus. Uh, 2026 is shaping up to be a good year. Oof. I'm just trying to make it through this one. <laughs> We're only like 20-some days in this one. But um, but yeah, man, Church of Scientology, we'll do a whole episode about the history of it because that's more elaborate than anything. Oh, yeah. Because L. Ron Hubbard's life story is fucking fascinating. So is David Miscavige. Uh, his dad wrote a slanderous book about him. And I'm <laughs> just like, God, his dad's a fucking prick. I know David Miscavige is an asshole, but damn, his dad. Damn. His dad. Apple could, doesn't fall from far from the tree, does it? Yeah, he's basically, the whole book, he basically writes like, oh, I had other kids that, were, that did good. And it's just like, this one, out of the five kids I had, I only had one evil one, and it's just like, don't do that. I mean, honestly, though, I, I'm he's kind of distancing himself. So he is, but he's also he, he's the one that put his fucking kid in Scientology. That's true. Yeah, but like it's like it's like that parrot is just like, well, only one was a serial killer. And it's just like, God damn it, man! It's like Jeffrey Dahmer's dad was like, well, only had the one kid who killed and ate people. And it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it still counts. Just shut the fuck up. But I would uh, going to with Scientology what. What's cool is what's, what's cool, cool. What's cool about it is they try to have science and pseudoscience quotations what as part of the way of diagnosing your issues. So one of the things we talked about it briefly was the e meter. Mm-hmm. You hold on to these little things and this dial moves up and down. No one really knows how it works. You can actually buy one on Amazon. They're not a proprietary thing because they couldn't own it. Yep, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, uh, but you know, this is the same device invented by the guy who thought he could talk to flowers. <laughs> so I'm gonna let it go. Like, yeah, but he said like uh, uh, plants feel pain and shit. And I'm like, they probably fucking do. If they did, I'd eat more plants. <laughs> this tomato screamed all that ate it. <laughs> uh, nom, 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 sausage party. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> But yeah, we'll we'll come into a part two. I'm gonna let it go right here. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to bring up about Scientology? 
No, I think that's it. Yeah, good. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> I will. Yeah, shut the fuck up. I don't want to get sued or killed. Well, Alex, thanks for having me back in the studio. We'll be drinking again soon. Oh, yeah. We're still feeling that a little bit in the back of my I was hicking up, hiccuping, and it just burned me. Yeah, that's that liquor we drink. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you want to see us drink that, that'll be on YouTube eventually, along with some other ones, probably. Um, thanks for joining me on the show with your equipment in your place absolutely yeah thanks for joining me <laughs> uh check out all the other great shows like i said before this fucking guy something good for you history we forgot this show of course and maybe some other ones down the road you got it all right guys uh, take it easy and watch out for the mailings man you've been listening to the something good network if you liked what you heard you can follow us on instagram and check out the other great shows on the network. Link is in the episode description.